You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Seminole Headlines is brought to you by Register Sausage, serving the Florida Panhandle and Lower Alabama for over 75 years. To find a store near you or to buy directly from Registers, head to registermeats.com. That's registermeats.com. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, headliner questions, and away we go. This hour brought to you by our friends at Birch Orthodontics. Ride or die. Yeah, ride or die. I I mentioned it last week. Saw Dr. Birch at the baseball fields. Mm -hmm. Her kid plays in the same league as mine. uh, She was in good spirits, just like we all were for hour number one, because uh, Florida State's won two in a row, probably going to win three in a row. Rivals don't look great. Things are falling apart all around the state. Yeah. Miami and Florida. It's been been fun to sit back and watch their – displeasure on Saturdays. She takes some particular pride when Florida is struggling because mm. one of her degrees may be from that. You know, oh, the dental. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, uh, when you look at, um, if you need orthodontic help, Birch Orthodontics, Birch Orthodontics is the place. BirchOrthodontics.com is the website. They have free consultations. They do tremendous work. Uh, all of our kids, I mean, our kids have great smiles. Brady's going to get his, you know, at some point. He's going to have to get it at Atlanta. If I ever Maybe, make him smile. Do you... <laughs> If you don't jerk him from being in playoff games, <laughs> the game is on the I mean, line. I, it didn't look like that cool an ending, I'll be honest with you. It, it didn't look really like, cool it, it, didn't look like yeah, it was that much amazing. fun. But, uh, yeah. Virtualorthodontics.com. Uh, yes. You get a free consultation. They've got payment plans. They do the best work in the business. And uh, you won't be – and it's not just kids. A lot of adults need orthodontic work, That's right. work as well, and they'll be happy to take care of you. So Thomas writes right off the bat, uh, Facebook question here, Corey. Okay. Jeff thinks my questions are redundant or not appropriate. So Corey and Ira, just Corey and Ira. Okay. I'm pleasantly surprised this season knowing what it is and what to expect, enjoying the climb minus Jacksonville State, obviously. I feel we need better coaching slash recruiting in some position groups. Would Manny Diaz be a fit as a linebacker coach? Ira and Corey, you're the glue that holds headlines together. Mm. Please keep up the good work. I would say I'm the glue. Um, Otherwise, it's just Sunday smash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody, nobody needs that. Um, I, I mean, I always want. I mean, he I probably wouldn't. He's got connections, right? It wouldn't just, be the worst thing in the you, world. You don't. You just never know how somebody goes from a head coach yes, to being to, a, being, a to having coach. Adam Fuller theoretically be his boss. I don't know that you handle that well when you've been a head coach for like three or four years. I think you just want a job, and you've been a DC for uh, for a number of years before that. I don't know that then you're just a position coach the very next year. He's also, but yeah, how many former Miami head coaches do you need on the staff? That's true. He's got Randy Shannon. But he is a Florida State graduate, so Manny could come home. 
where he's longed to be. I mean, I wouldn't mind that as a um, as a position coach. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. It. No, yeah, no. yeah. You, you got to figure he's got some connections in the state. They, you know, they currently still have a position coach at linebackers, so we'll see. Um, but you know, they're well. Really, what happens? It's funny. We did that roundtable at Warchant uh, talking about the, the future, and all of us said, "Man, if they continue to improve on defense, you could see them bringing Adam Fuller back, and you know, maybe make a change, maybe not. We'll see on the staff." Um, but I feel the first, the first two or three responses were like, "Oh hell no, we need a new defensive coordinator." Uh, see now, to me, I, I'm I'm all right with Adam right now. I think the right. coordination has been there. Now I, as you know, I I might be in favor. They of can play two, better. Yeah. Well, they can play better, but I also might be in favor of some changes within the staff that don't mm. involve Adam Fuller right now. Now Adam, this this is actually a, an important these, second half yeah, of the season. This, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like really, for his job, really, for his career. Yeah, it's really important. By the way, Thomas added to the, his own question at the end here. If you don't believe me, you can look at it. Actually, Jeff, I'd very much appreciate your take as well. Now, my thought is that he just couldn't deal with the guilt. No, right. I this think probably was several the, hours later. Uh, yeah. He was going for the comedic effect. I'm yeah. just playing around. It's okay. I'm not hurt. But we don't need I, to hear from I you. I get it. I'm just letting you know. Stuart writes, gentlemen, I'm now the proud dad of twins. Mm. Oh, well, congratulations. There you go. We'll start right there. Yeah, there you go. Good job, Stuart. Man, that's going to be a nightmare, Stuart. A I'm little, sorry. He said a little girl and a little boy. I didn't even have to miss the Braves' two walk-off wins, Corey. Although I did have to tell my wife and the doctor to keep it down during the bottom of the ninth in game one. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no real question. Just wanted us to know, so that's good. That's, that's, that's awesome, double, Stuart, man. Double the blessings. Good work, buddy. John writes, what up, players? John from Nebraska. It's been a minute since I've reached out. Don't want to jinx it, but this could be the turn. Uh, uh, turning point? Yeah, okay. He wrote something. That, again, right, on the fly. It's not on you. So, yeah, yeah. Turning point for us. I truly believe that Norvell and that the 2022 class is the deal that will tell college football that FSU is coming back. If we beat Clemson, how long till we're back in the New Year's Six? I mean, five weeks? <laughs> if you beat Clemson, you still got a shot at the Orange Bowl, don't you? If you finish 8-4, and four, you could get to the Orange Bowl. You're definitely above Shreveport if you went out. Well, that's uh, yeah, play your way out of Shreveport. Yeah. Well, well play, your, we wear play your way into Shreveport and yeah. then get on up out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're, with the last we're, couple games. We're just renting. We're not yeah. buying. Yeah, Shreveport. Shreveport's like the basement. That's your worst option. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, I still think they're probably a couple years away from being at that level to even compete for titles. I mean, you just – I know, but like lot, Pitt but, could be going to New Year's Six. Probably will. Yeah, Pitt or yeah, NC State yeah. might be – NC State's going to be playing for the ACC championship. They right. have a good State shot of it. Right. I mean, it can happen kind of quickly. It Just, I mean – not they're I not going to win a cha- national championship. They're not. I again, I'm a Georgia alum. I'm not a huge fan. I'm not like a diehard dog. But watching that team on defense isn't like anything I've seen here in a good long while. Oh yeah. no, no, you got to go back it's to 2013. Um, so if, you know, if Kentucky was up seven, like midway through the fourth, would you guys have left? <laughs> well, yeah, that's a. I don't want to see this anymore. Yeah, I can't be there here for this. I got to get down to the yeah. Braves game. <laughs> I gotta, so I can leave early. <laughs> Uh, Blair wants to know, do you guys think Manny makes it through the season? If he does get fired between now and the offseason, who do you not want to see them hire? I would say, who do they have? First of all, I he'll make it through the season. There, I don't no, know about that. Well, there's no reason to fire him. The and it's a, I mean, they did, we, we were at a place that did that. I know. I know. And it turned out that there was a good reason because they went and won some games after he left. Like, if you know Miami, you're going to fire Miami him anyway. Miami is not turning around and winning some games. No, I know, but if you, if you know not, you're going to fire him anyway. What's the what? Why delay it? Why not get your name out there 
for the the search firms to charge you a quarter of a million dollars to go tell you, hey, I, Mel Tucker I, says thanks, but no thanks. I actually don't think they're going to fire him. Uh, now, who do they play? I don't it, know their admittedly, schedule. Admittedly, if they we'll lose out, I suppose that they could fire him. But I don't think they want to fire him. It's $8 million they got to pay him to walk away. Yeah, man, but that's going in a bad direction. It's certainly not going well, but I guess I'll go back to a point Corey used to make all the time, and that is you can't win at Miami. <laughs> that's right, baby. <laughs> that's right. I'm telling you. Well, they do have a weird situation. I mean, Kirk Herbstreit had his thing a few weeks ago where he basically called out the administration that they don't really care about they football. They don't care about football. Uh, oh, man. So <laughs> Miami's got NC State this weekend. That's a loss. That's a, loss. They're, that, that's a bad they're loss. They're at Pittsburgh that's a loss. the next weekend. That's a loss. Then they have Georgia Tech at home. Well, that could be a loss. And then Florida State. So they're looking My, at they're two and, and four. Mm. They're two and four. They're gonna they're probably they the gonna be two and Appalachian six. State. They're probably gonna be two and six going into that Georgia three and Tech nine. game. So I mean if you if you get housed at Pitt, let me ask you there's this. a good chance they say thanks, Manny, but this is over. All right, I rescind what I said. There is a chance. I, I don't think they want to do that, but I'll concede there's a chance. And then you hire them before you play Miami well, as a quality gonna, control assistant and you win that game by fifty points. You're probably gonna hire Mark Stoops. Are you not? If you're Miami, Miami? If I mean, first want of all, if, if you want it, well, I'd yeah, run from Kentucky because you're not going to do better than better you're doing right now. I think he's cool where where he is at Kentucky. No, man, you would take the Miami job if you're Mark Stoops, and he has and he has experience recruiting down there. No, he does. He, yeah. No, that's actually a smart job for him to take. You, come on. No, it's not. Kentucky, he can get what wait, job? Well, he's not going to USC, so name the job he's going to get. Yeah, what but if, the whole, but the whole, you know, what, what if we Norvell heard, turns it around, wins eight games here this year, wins eleven next year, and goes off to the Titans? <laughs> Mark Stoops could wait out for this job. This yeah. job okay. is much easier than Miami. So when but Kentucky we, goes six and six and five and seven the next two years, he's proven what he is, though. Right. You know, so you know what I mean. I think he's the. But what we heard at the time was, I think Mark Stoops has a, a higher opinion of himself than maybe we do, because I think what we heard last time. I think time, he's a good coach. I do too. But what we heard last time was when when Florida State and he talked, when they even had oh, the right, initial right, conversations, yeah. he had a lot of demands that he wanted. Like in terms of infrastructure and things in the program, like for him to even consider it, and I think that's where things fall apart. And Florida State was like, "Okay, well, look, man, you're not that guy. You're not yeah. Bob Stoops." Yeah. yeah. Um, but is- if he, if that's what he, if that was the approach he took then. If he takes that approach with Miami, what are they going to do? They're not going to promise. Well, him any world. coach that is going to consider Miami does have to sit down, obviously, with that administration and say, like, how committed right. are we to winning games? Well, that's the thing is, yeah. like, if you look over the last ten years. What's the better program, Kentucky or Miami? Because it ain't it ain't by much difference either way. There's the same program with the same records every year. One, you get to get paid more money, and there's no real expectations. And you you know you could sneak up and have a, a nine win season, and people are cool with that. At Miami, it's just a it's a coach killer, man. They just turn these guys out every four years, and you go and you're done. They do. Where's the, Al Golden? They have the turnover chain. They do have the turnover. Would he keep that? Would he keep that? I That's doubt a, it. I doubt it. But I would say that I do think Miami's ceiling is much greater than Kentucky's. Right. Sure, but I maybe I, I think it is. I, I just think, I think the right guy could turn that into a especially if, win. if Tennessee is turning it around, they're gonna have a hard time not being the fourth team in that in that division. Yeah. Uh, Mike writes, and I like this because it reminds me that there are some young listeners out there who forget that Florida State was this kind of dynamic and dynastic and dominant. What End of game magic rabbit does Clemson have that we don't? Do teams just choke because they see it's Clemson? Did we possess that power in the nineties? Oh yes. Well, there weren't a lot of close games in the nineties. I was just about to say. First of all, there weren't a lot of close games. But secondly, Florida State had an advantage getting off the bus. People saw the garnet and gold, saw those guys, and absolutely 
found themselves intimidated, and they had good reason to be because Florida State had better players. Clemson still has better players than almost every team they're playing. They didn't have better players than Georgia this year. Other than that, they've had better players than every team they played this year. So you, you feel that when you're on the field with a guy who's bigger, stronger, faster than you, and you know you yeah, have to I, overachieve. But, I mean, they, they don't, don't feel it for well, the first 59 minutes. They're no, right in the game, and no. then you drop a, you drop a snap yeah, because when you're going into score. It means a hell of a lot more to the team that's a 20-point, 30-point underdog to try to get that win. Yes, they press. Anybody who's a huge underdog, when the moment is upon them, realizes, oh, my God, this impossible dream could come true, and they sometimes sure, I, absolutely that, that was Sure, that wasn't what you were saying. I, 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 I do believe they press. They're like, oh, God, we're about to do this. Yeah. We can do this. Oh, it's right no, here. No, I think they press. But I don't think – it doesn't appear to me that in the first quarter of these games, these teams are over. Overwhelmed by Clemson. No, anymore. no, they they're take like the this field is... knowing they're going to have to play at a certain level. They want to pull off the upset. They're sky high emotionally, and Clemson is failing to let them understand that they're not going to be able to compete. I hate when good teams. I don't care about Clemson, so obviously I hope they lose five games. But I, when Florida State used to sleepwalk, even towards the end with Jimbo, it would drive yeah. me nuts because you'd go position by position. Florida State was better than everybody, and you can still do that with Clemson outside of the interior of the offensive line. So there's something else going on there. And I do think that, yes, probably midway through the second quarter, the team that's the underdog is like, oh, all right, well, they're not going to take it. I mean, we got a chance to win the game. Yeah, and then they and, get some yeah, real they, momentum, yeah. and then they, they pee on themselves at the end. Even NC State misses the – well, and NC State kick. has a history of missing easy yeah, kicks against Clemson. Yeah, uh, and then, you know, Boston College is going in to score, and he drops the stupid snap. And then uh, Syracuse, Babers has some god-awful well, that, clock that's, management. Well, that's who he is. There's nothing new there. And you miss a kick at home. Like, they, they, they could be, whatever they are, they're 5-2. and two. They're really close to having a losing record right now or being – uh, at least three and, and that, yeah, that, three and, and four. That's the point he's making. Is that yeah, it is. But they, it's they like the uh, the 2014 Florida State team. Man. Oh yeah, every every game every came game. down to the last five minutes. God, if you were not watching nationally, and certainly we heard it in Chris Fowler's voice, the devastation. Uh, if you were watching Florida State that year, in particular, let's say the Louisville game, you'd be like, are you kidding me? Yeah, dude throws a pick and then makes the tackle and forces a fumble. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> down twenty-one to seven or whatever. Yeah, it was. that was that was the ball game. But I will say that the difference to me in the fourteen FSU team is is at the end of games it felt like they went and won the games. They it, went. And it, made was, plays. it was a matter the of difference was once, once the and it was a matter of like once the light came on. Yeah, you know, once they decided but to like try. the Miami game, like they they get a lucky break with a deflected yeah. pass to Carlos for a touchdown. But at the end of the game, you have Dalvin Cook scoring the go-ahead touchdown. Oh yeah, and Jalen Ramsey intercepting the pass to yeah. clinch it. I mean, those were players making plays. It wasn't. These, these I hope the they teams. dropped the yeah. snap, yeah. or I hope this kid misses the field. Goal that didn't really happen much. But Miami did have a fumble from their tight end, which turned the game around. Remember that it was a big play. He's yeah. going down for yeah. a twenty-five yard. And he fumbles. You're like, that could be perceived as a choke. I mean, there were any number of moments where Florida State would go, "Whoo, we'll take that," and then they would take it and run with it. Right. Better teams usually give enough chances they'll win the game. Seminole headlines. Ninety-three-three Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners, it's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. 
whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Game week again, gentlemen, one game at a time. Well, thank you, Gator Kirk. One game at a time, indeed. Do you all think a lot of fans slash media are getting over their skis about, oh, getting over their skis about total wins given the recent success of the team, beat UMass, go Knowles? No, I, I think it's a, a combination. I, I guess I'll start off. It's a combination with the fact that they've won two games straight and everybody around them, as we've well documented on today's show, are falling to pieces. Miami looks like they're a mess. They're on the schedule. Boston College, quarterback went down. They haven't been the same on offense. Defense is starting to look worn down. They're on the schedule. Clemson looks bad every time you turn on the TV and watch them. Are they better than Florida State? Well, talent-wise, yes. Are they playing that way? defensively. Other than that, yeah. though, they really look like they're going to struggle against almost everybody, and that will only heighten our interest when they lose this weekend, if in fact they do to Pitt. They're on the schedule. Florida just got done losing to an LSU team who's all but quit on Ed Orgeron but didn't on that day, and they turned it over four times. Now, I don't like Florida State's chances against Florida, but they don't look good right now. They're on the schedule. You know, but but, the thing, And the other thing, the other part of it is, Florida State, the two, I mean, the, the two, two of the main reasons we thought they were going to be better this year was we did think the offensive line was going to be better, We thought, and we thought the quarterback play was going to be much better. Well, then the offensive line got banged up, and the quarterback play was not any good. Yeah. So, But now it seems to be a lot better. Now if that changes, if Jordan Travis is not available, or if he goes back and looks like maybe he did a year ago, then your expectations change. But with the offensive line healthier and him playing the way he has, I mean, there's reason to be optimistic. Thomas says, two weeks ago, Corey possibly saved the program with his elite question to Mike Norvell. Yeah. But then this past weekend, he takes an unofficial to Georgia. Should we be concerned <laughs> about his commitment to covering Florida State athletics? Did you communicate it? Would you communicate to Norvell or to Gene? I, well, both. But, yeah, I, I texted Norvell and was like, you're going to hear some things. <laughs> I just want to get you out ahead of this. I'm at my alma mater. It's my alma mater. It's my first time back here in 24 years. I'm not interested in going to the Rivals Georgia site. I'm staying here at War Chant. I could talk to Rodney Debolsi for you. I no, I mean, well. I, I, I mean, I'm happy where I'm at. I okay. just want to put all the. I want to uh, squash all those squash all those okay. rumors right now. Yeah. I'm happy Any where I'm at. Any more visits planned to go anywhere else? Uh, look, man, we'll see. I'm not ruling <laughs> you anything out. You should have gone IG live that night. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's right, guys. It was awesome, but no, I'm a no. I'm a no. <laughs> I'm a War Chanter. I'm a War Chanter for life. Chuck followed up by saying he's pretty certain Corey will be at a high school game this Friday night where, during an interview, he will reaffirm his staunch commitment <laughs> to covering right. the Noles. Again, like I said, Brady wanted to, Brady spotted Travis Hunter and was like, I'm going to go tell him to come to Tallahassee. I'm going to say my dad works for Florida State and I can't wait to watch you in uh, Tallahassee. I'm like, you're not going to say anything. Stay here and drink your soda. He should have told him to get his ass out of that stadium. What are you doing, Travis? Get home. Get home. Yeah. Swanee's that way. 
Mike, uh, oh, excuse me, Miles writes, fellas, with top 20 hoops set to resume, I always look forward to the reports from the sand pits. Yes. However, my question is, has Ingom been working on the jugs <laughs> machine and sleeping on the leg press? Uh, my t- <laughs> I can't read the rest. That's really good. Ngom in 2022, my, I told my, you guys. Miles says he can't deal with him fumbling about the court again. <laughs> and, I, and I agree. I agree. This has been the battle between Ira and I. Ira assured me last year when I said stop throwing the ball in the post in Gom because he can't, he has stone hands that I needed this, to back off because this was going to be his big. Didn't year. he miss a dunk against Michigan? Well, well he, he, he fumbled everything every time the ball was anywhere <laughs> I mean, near. I mean, but I feel like that was the crescendo of Ira's getting his the hate tweets. Every time it was happened, Gom, I would text Ira. I'd be a, mm, and he'd be like, because it, it wasn't like they were getting a lot of open looks in that game. They finally got one in our in our in the seven foot one guy couldn't get it over the front of the rim and missed the dunk. Uh, hey. But they develop guys like Tanner That's and Gum. That's my point. They, Jones, they develop guys they do, like that. They, yes. Now, I, I agreed with you on that. They like do. Ojo. I like just it, thought this was a Herculean task to well, develop. Well, right. remember Ojo. Ojo. Ojo looked like he didn't. He should not be playing basketball. Right. Um, by the end, by, by the, the end, end of his career, he was a solid player and their best free throw shooter, legitimately, which is insanity. And I he led them in free throw shooting. If you see Ngom shoot the basketball, like he he's got he's good actually a good touch. free throw shooter. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he does. Yeah, so it looks really that smooth. makes me think he's got hand talent. Which he makes might me be, think he can catch a basketball. He might well. be a pick and pop five. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you that I'm rooting for him? Even though it would mean I would lose the debate oh, I with would you, be happy. If did, you but did I tell you that I was rooting for him because Bryce and Brady both went to the Leonard Hamilton basketball mm-hmm. camp, and Ngom played one on one with Bryce. Yeah, yeah, oh, nice. yeah. He's a nice really kid. Cool. And when and when I picked up Bryce that day, he was like over the moon about Ngom. So now Bryce I can't did, say anything did, bad did, about did Ngom Bryce anymore. Turn him over? No, Bryce <laughs> beat him. Bryce beat him eleven eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He's got a long, long way to go. Yeah. But no, no, it was it was great. And I, he got cool. in the car, and well, actually, I walked in and saw the last two points or. The two blocks, <laughs> and then, but Bryce said he he thought he was a nice. Kid, it it, really it is amazing. Coach. It really is amazing what they can do with some of these big guys that look because they are projects. The great seven footers that are around this world don't end up at Florida State as freshmen. They they're at other places. Like right. these, Joel Embiid isn't coming to Tallahassee. He's no. in Lawrence. I'm looking for the Stan Jones bump. But yeah, he two. could get a huge bump. He could go from rolling your eyes when he's when he comes into the game to being like all right man those were those were eight good minutes buying gum that, that's i what would this, take that all day yeah and then next year it might be 15 minutes or yeah, whatever bro, like he's done oh what this is last year yeah. tanner we're gonna need a big jump i, I thought he was younger than that we're gonna need <laughs> we're a big jump need out a of you very buddy. big jump did you gentlemen write spencer do any post-game presser watching this past weekend on a scale of one to a christmas tree by the side of the road how much do you believe Jimbo when you hear him say he's happy at Texas A&M? Deja vu. And which Jimbo lie did you love the most? Go Knowles. Thankful to have Coach Mike Norvell. Now. I, I uh, like the that Jimbo he said, lie is the Burt. I mean, it's the Burt Reed. We teach him to drop it. That's yeah, the yeah. Best, we work on that. That's the best. We work on that. If you're not going to get out of bounds, to so drop the yeah, pass. Yeah, that's my favorite Burt, lie of all time. Burt did it incredibly well. Yeah. Um, I liked it in Jimbo's when he was saying how happy he was at A&M that he mentioned he had two ranches. <laughs> And he also, I mean, and the first thing he talked about was the contract. Well, we got a great money, contract. We got a great contract. You guys are spending, you guys are putting poor money in my charity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you guys are great. Yeah, I love I got, you. People. I got two ranches out here. Uh, I I can hunt. It's like all right, uh, but I do. You look, man. It Jimbo. I think Jimbo's one of those dudes that's never going to be happy. Happy, right? Like I don't think football coaches are really wired like that anyway. But uh, what what could he want that he doesn't have? No, no. The it's only not about thing, that. Yeah, the only thing to me would be the only thing to me would be that the what what's changed to some degree also, is that with Texas coming to the SEC, now he's got to deal with yeah, Texas and yeah. recruiting. And they'll always be second second fiddle to Texas. And they had the SEC card to play, but now right. they don't have that anymore. 
And then the LSU situation, you've got that whole state, and it's an awesome state. And he loves the, I just the think, program. Like, even with the way, you know, the first time LSU came up when he was here, he, he said some things like, I'm happy here, that he got his new contract. But it was never as adamant right. as it was yesterday. I yesterday agree. was almost as if, it was almost, not quite, Saban with the Dolphins saying, I'm not going to Alabama. So if he left LSU, which I'm not saying left for LSU, which he might, I don't know, that would be, I mean, he, he would be stunning at all. But I think those A&M fans would be like, what? Well, because what they're not paying attention, this? man. What about they're all not, this? Yeah, they're not paying attention. I, I, I wouldn't be stunned at all. He has loved LSU for a long time. And when he talks about those fans and that community and that program, it's like he's starry-eyed. He's starry-eyed. And he doesn't he's have to deal with them. And also he doesn't have to deal with those losers at A&M who are profoundly Disturbed, disturbed people. The yell. Thing? I, Have you seen I, the I, yell thing they just do? Very, very. Problematic. It's not like I knew they had yell leaders. They don't have like female cheerleaders, but they do the the pep rally, the yell oh practice. My God, yeah, those guys do this stuff. Like yeah. they do this stuff. Well, kids can do this. Like, I, it's I part of the. It's part of the lore because the first guy that did it, his shirt was falling off. So. The, that's what they do is a tradition. Wanted to see Jimbo wearing the overalls, doing the. I thing. thought he should have made his declaration by doing that. doing that dance, but doing hey, the kick and the leg. And the, what the is that? What arm. is that? So it's, the first guy that did the yell practice, his shirt kept falling off. No, so he would real, pull it. What do you mean? hundred years ago? Yes. What are you talking about? Every year, apparently, whatever year you are in school, you have a different gesture that's your class's gesture. But it was so theirs is to shoot their knee up in the air like a dumbass. His legs was come. His his pants were falling down, and the other guy, his his over. It's like choreographed. It's like yeah, a, yeah it's, but no, it was awful. And and the whole rah rah, we're gonna beat so and so is crazy. But what I thought was the fans in the stands. How do they not go? This is ridiculous. No, they love it. What are we they doing? Love it. Stephanie went there. How does somebody For not grad, turn and say, school. "What? Are, this is ridiculous. Yeah. We look like the biggest fools on the planet." There's no way they can take recruits to that, right? Oh my because god, the recruits no. would be like, "I'm not gonna be hills. around this. This is a cult. It this feels, is weird. It feels a bit like." Yes. yes. Like, well, like I mean, that's unfortunate. Seemed, you think sort of... Jimbo wouldn't like that? You know what I mean? Like most coaches would. They're egomaniacs uh, anyway. He's got his it, own cult that it feels... slaps themselves and kicks up. <laughs> it, it, it felt very uncomfortable. It's really bizarre. I thought, it's man, really weird. It's creepy, if, man. If you haven't seen it, I did. If you follow me on Twitter, I did tweet it yesterday because of, I was saying the Jimbo should have reenacted that. I saw it. That. I cracked up. I clicked but, on it. I read <laughs> because I was like, I got to see this thing. I don't know what everybody's talking about. What's great about it is no matter how many times it's been out there, and it's been out there a lot. And there's invariably a ton of people who have never seen it before, and the response is always, what the f- was it's that? Stunning. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's stunning. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I, I thought the camera was going to pan back and there would be three burning crosses. I really, I was like, that's, <laughs> look, what, that's what they're at. That's what I thought <laughs> for a, sure it, was it, happening. It is, it is a creep factor it of a hundred. run for the hills. Yeah, it's like for you can't life. be around. Run for your life. This is not safe. This, this is, is not safe. No. This is not a safe space. No. That guy keeps smacking his shoulder. Stranger kicking danger. Run. I mean, it's nuts. I would fl- imagine being a recruit. Oh man, you would flee. I would. Oh, let's go. What are we doing? This was a mistake. I mean, within thirty seconds. And the problem is, if, if you're armed seconds. and you take out your gun, well, they're all armed oh, too. Oh, it's yeah. Texas. They even, all start even, swaying yeah. as they pull out their guns. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, no, you, no, man. Even the imposter Mexican kicker would have been like, "All right, I can't <laughs> I do can't, this. Do this. Go. this is here, here's my VIP pass. This is awful. I'm out." Soto headlines. Ninety-three-three Real Talk Radio. War Chant TV continues in a moment. How you doing there, podcasters? Good, good to hear it. Listen, if you're if you're wondering uh, for you know for a good place to eat, watch a game, have a cold beer, enjoy a lot of choices, we suggest Horizons Bar and Grill. Maybe even run into us. You could might happen. see us. Could you and I, especially. Yes, I or, mean I'm there once a week. I think when I'm in town, I'm there. Stephanie and I are there. Great place. 
cold beer, hot women, everything you want in a. Uh, I probably shouldn't have said that. No, so, it's or okay. Hot beer and cold women. <laughs> whatever you're into. I, I like I like the good looking ladies too. That's sure, all right. But, but even if that's uh, not your thing, I'll be there. I'm a good looking guy. And we would all agree, great food. Legitimately, the most good important food. part of this ad is the great food. It's great food. They got TV, sports bar. They got that vibe. But beer, food, everything you could want, and most importantly, again. Other than uh, the food, is that there is at least I'd say a thirty-five percent chance one of us would be there, and you get the mac and cheese bites, and you can get those shrimp tacos, which yeah. are the king. Uh, you get the you've gotten healthy on me lately. You I get, eat the hummus. You eat the, I hummus. Get the hummus. Who eats really that? Good. He I, does at Horizons. I, I, I didn't know I like hummus. Maybe I go. don't, but Horizons got some great hummus. But you look for them on their website. You can see their happy hour specials. Uh, just a great place to hang out. And it's and if you want to like a little upscale dinner, you yeah. can go in there for that as well. It's at Bannerman Crossing at the. Uh, Right off of Thomasville Road and Bannerman, uh, up there on the northeast Tallahassee. Tell them headlines sent you. Well, the important thing is support the people who help support Seminole Headlines. That's Horizons Bar and Grill. And thanks for listening to the podcast. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Seminole Headlines is brought to you by Register Sausage, serving the Florida Panhandle and Lower Alabama for over 75 years. To find a store near you or to buy directly from Registers, head to registermeats.com. That's registermeats.com. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Given Jeff's feelings, this is a Twitter question, Ira, uh, Jeff's feelings on Shade Tree, have there been conversations with Gene on budget numbers for an NIL deal to have Junior, yeah, on as a weekly guest for the JCS, and if he commits to FSU, well, I, I would like you to Present that to Gene. To Gene. Yeah. Make sure Gene's fully invested. Understand. Well, if he listens to this show, he knows that we have some ideas about getting kids on campus. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, we're big fans. And uh, by the way, that would be really be a good get, just as an aside. Not just, I mean, on the show, but like, that would be cool to have. To get the guy. Hey, Marvin Jones Jr. here, and just, you would just ask him about his dad the whole time. Well, think like, it, did you ever see the so, 91 game yeah. against. What about that Clemson? time your dad? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but everybody. Over over again. But like, seriously, though, everybody talks about the commits. Like, can they hold on to Travis Hunter? Can they hold on to AJ Duffy? Well, what about these guys that are still out there, like Marvin Jones Jr.? Mm-hmm. And yeah. you start getting a few of those. Oh, that's a nice I mean, big yes right there. Let's go, guys. That, man. In fact, can't all go to Alabama, right? Come on, Marvin. Let's get uh, Junior to say yes right now. It'll help sway everybody who's like kind of maybe yeah. And you're a you're losing. You're going to have some a chance to play and play early because it's Jermaine Johnson's not going to be here next year. You think if the staff. We're given the option to guarantee a three and three finish over the back half of the schedule, but no opportunity to play the games and have a chance of maybe upsetting, say Clemson, NC State, or Florida to get bowl eligible. They would take it. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, to don't show, to be five and seven, that means a uh, win over NC State. Yeah, and to be five and seven. Um, I mean, they're competitors. I know a win over Miami, right? Yeah, yeah, a win over Miami. So, but they're competitors, so they would say no. But, that's, but I that's, think if you're being reasonable, like, would we want that? Yeah. Yeah, I'd take five and I, seven right now. I, but I think they're, I think they think, I think they're, I think there's a feeling on that staff that they can do really well in the second half of the season. I bet they thought they'd beat Jacksonville State, too. That's fair. So I'm just going to go a, with the five and seven. That's a fair point. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with five and seven and roll on. Uh, happy Walt Bell homecoming week, guys. It's big. It's Welcome big. Welcome back, Walt. Yeah. And, and Coach Pimp. More likely to have a complete meltdown in a press conference slash interview before season's end. Dabo, Dan Mullen, or Manny Diaz? I think if Mullen gets mollywopped by Georgia. Mollywopped. That's a good word, right? Is that a word? Did you make it up? Sure. I think so. Uh, I've never heard of it, but I like Um, it. 
I feel like that's a that that has the potential to be like if he Georgia, seems agitated already. Yeah, well, he's he's constantly agitated. Well, and he was asked. Uh, I saw a, a, a reporter asked him about the defense, and he did not like that question at all. Even though it's pretty fair to ask a question about the defense that gives up almost 300 yards to uh, one kid running yeah, all up the gut. Yeah, yeah it's just a we, counter. They had like 150 yards all year. Right. But he didn't. He resented the question. I love when coaches do that. By the way, you give up 700 yards of offense against somebody, and then somebody asks you about your defense. You're like, "Well, you know, listen, they had a bad day, and they're agitated." Yeah. You're like, look, man. Yeah, I don't think Diaz has the fire anymore right now. I think he's resigned he's to broken. his fate. Um, I, I I might give it to Dabo if he's if Dabo gets blown out by Pitt Ooh. or you know a couple of these games here later loses to Florida State and he starts getting really tough questions because he's still not. They're still at the point right now well, where. People think they're they're going to turn it around. So he's still kind of getting the benefit yeah, of the I, doubt, just he, like Jimbo got in 2014, 2015. But I, I think Dabo gets the benefit of the doubt at least for another year and a half. Oh, no, no, well, nobody's talking about firing No, no, but, but, saying, like, but, but if they, start, but if like, they get embarrassed. Mullen's going to be feeling like outside pressure about, is my job starting to get in jeopardy uh, if we lose, uh, if we gave up 45 points to Georgia? And so he might be testy for another reason. Well, he's also, he kind of wanted to get out anyhow. He wants an NFL job. He's, he he's most likely. I, but I would say this. If you wanted to piss Dabo off, start asking questions about the culture. Like, mm-hmm. if you if you really wanted to get him agitated, start asking about the culture because he takes such great pride in that. And he is, I mean, he gets a little annoyed anytime it comes up anyhow. But if you start to ask him, like, well, what's going on here? We seem to have some infighting. And, you yeah. Know, you know, that, he, would, he may be fl- Well, let's see how they look this week. They might go out and beat Pitt 37-7 to and then – you know they got a different quarterback. Uh, hey, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, hello, gents. Ira, I'm glad you remembered this week. Ordered some registers. Should be here soon. I'll let you know my thoughts here in Oklahoma. I already know your thoughts. It's great. You're gonna love it. Yeah, great job on the smash Sunday night. By the way, boys. I know JT can run, but his passing seems to have progressed as well. Is this what you guys were seeing during the preseason? Well, we certainly right. saw a better version of him as a thrower in the in the uh, you know fall camp. Yeah. Uh, it didn't translate that, <laughs> once you know, the season started, but that's the thing. Like, uh, part of me wants to go back and 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 criticize how they handled the quarterbacks, and I think that's fair, and and maybe they deserve it. But also, it wasn't like he was playing great. You know, they were moving the ball, and you made the point. Yeah, a lot of times, Corey, they did move the ball against Notre Dame. They scored some points, but it wasn't like he was looking. He was looking kind of like he had looked in the past. Yeah. Yeah, he had a so, shot play, and then we had the long run. That's why people were so mad at us. They're like, wait a minute, you guys said that this guy was going to be better. Well, he had looked better in the practice, and he had looked more comfortable. Well, it's, and it's also like that's a hard defense. It's not an easy sure. defense. And that, that safety made a couple of ridiculous plays. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, he's no awesome. Doubt. So to judge him about how he played against – I mean, Cincinnati's quarterback didn't put up 28 against Notre Dame, mm-hmm. and he's supposed to be a good quarterback. So, but my point being, he never got a chance to build on that performance one way or the other because he didn't play the next week. Yeah. And then the week after that, he came in in relief of Milton, played a little bit. Well, played most of the half, got a couple touchdowns, got hurt. So he didn't really get a chance to show if he had grown anything. Well, from I think the we're having two game. different conversations, though. I, I agree, but he also still never looked comfortable in the pocket throwing the football. He, Would he you, had Jeff, feet. against that Notre Dame defense? Well, and, well, and, no. and, and, and rightfully so. Again, the offensive line started taking hits early in the season. They are yeah. getting better. Yeah. And I think they're. I think this coaching staff's now kind of tailoring things a little bit more. Without question, they are. But they I do think then. things have slowed down. Slowed yeah. down yes. for him. I that's do think, big. And I think that's. I mean, he might end up being a good quarterback, man. That'd be like a, cool. like if he can take that next step and stay. Like Dillingham talked about He's, yesterday, like being poised in the pocket, staying in the pocket, trusting well, the pressure. If he can do that, here you go. Chris writes. Can you guys help me understand how Jordan Travis went from looking absolutely incompetent the first month? 
to the best quarterback in the ACC versus North Carolina. And it can't be health-related because he missed practice that week as well and is always hurt anyhow. I just hope that performance wasn't a mirage. Well, again, I just I, I take issue with incompetent. You, you don't, an incompetent quarterback doesn't put 28 up on Notre Dame. He just well, doesn't. But you know what he's talking about, Corey. I get what you're saying, too. There, I think there's fair points to be made on both sides of this. He looked incompetent he, he, as a passing he, in the, quarterback. In the pocket, he did not look comfortable. He looked incompetent. Right. But and again, you can point to all the circumstances. Yes, that's, that's what fair, I'm saying. But, but, no, but also, he's not an accurate thrower from the pocket. He hasn't been in his career. Right. From the, they dial up shot plays, and he hits those. Yeah. But in terms of going through progressions, reading, staying right. calm, make, but, he hasn't looked good. But you don't have to be that if you can run the of way Of course you, you don't have to be that. And, you, and if you're right. not that and you have this special gift, then cater to that. Then I cater agree. To that. Yeah. And, yes, you can win that way, Corey, to your point. But you know what he's saying because Number one, that's don't, true. Don't touch me again. I'm just saying. But, you know uh, but what I was going to say is like you also doesn't – just because you don't do it against Notre Dame in the seventh, fifth that start of your career doesn't mean you can't. Be that person Doesn't later mean you can't on. In get better, yeah, certainly. that's what it's I mean. And, and so this might just be reps and improvement, and the O line getting better. Now we'll see. I mean, Clemson's going to be a whole different animal. I doubt he's going to be looking like Tom Brady against that D either. And I do think he was the way they handled the quarterback situation made it worse for him. Yes, you know. So that's you know and he could have learned a lot in the Jacksonville State game. He could have gotten more comfortable. I mean, having and they, having him out there, you know, the Jacksonville State game, then, you know, McKenzie gets introduced to starter and the whole stu- – everybody's going crazy. Yeah. He has the one kinda... series, makes a makes a bad throw, and they boo, and then that's it. You know, they put him at tailback. Like, that just they, – they they miscalculated they that whole thing. We don't we don't need to go back. It was a month ago. But I think maybe you're just seeing strides of somebody getting better. And the, ex- and the, the reason we're saying that is that would explain maybe it's not a mirage. That maybe yes. those circumstances yeah. were the bigger issue. Oh, and we'll I see. think all Knowles certainly hold out hope that he continues to show that kind of improvement. But I mean, if he doesn't look good against Clemson, that doesn't mean he's terrible. Nobody looks good against Clemson. Yeah. Our man JT Daniels put up zero touchdowns against Clemson. Schrader, like that's, Schrader, Schrader looked like a normal man. <laughs> <laughs> looked <laughs> like Marino. He, yeah, he looked like just a pedestrian out there. So don't. I mean, he might. He might be getting better. And it, yeah. he might not put up 40 points against some of these teams because they're really good defensively. Hey, fellas, Kenny Dillingham just gave his quote on potential. Who would you say is the FSU football player with the most potential who failed to reach it? Of all time. Well, I guess that's all time. You know who uh, – th- this is always stuck in my brain. Steve Ellis did a Q&A with Bowden like 2002, 2003, and he's like, what's the one player that you had that, that was an – that you that got away like you had him and he didn't meet his accomplishments he was going to be something great and you just he his career didn't work out he said robert hammond do you remember really? that name yeah, the safety yeah so he was a he was a freshman on that 94 team robert he hammond, was the yes. number one player in the country he started at free safety as a freshman in 1994 at florida state and then never really did much and then was out of the program in a year or two um so that might be a good one i don't know fred rouse randy moss well yeah, and you're talking about legal issues and off-the-field problems. That I mean, that's unfortunate. Well, certainly for Fred Rouse. I, today's day and age, you would have never kicked Randy Moss off the team for a joint. Uh, you would have given him a joint. I would have happily supplied all the joints he wanted. He could have been a spokesperson for a <laughs> I'd legal weed walking company. around with joints in my pocket just in case I ran into Randy Moss. <laughs> uh, but, but I'm just telling you, no chance that I would ever get. But uh, who was the running back? You'll remember this, Corey, that was from Orlando. I think he later transferred to UCF. Marquette Smith. Marquette yeah. Smith. 
I always thought Marcus Smith had a he chance and, to be great. He was the he, USA Today player yeah, of Derek, the year. He and Derek what? Brooks. Derek yeah. Brooks was defense yeah. player of the year. Marquette Smith was off. They both came to Florida yeah, State. Marquette and then uh, he thought 93, he was poised. He's like, I'm the backup to Sean Jackson. I'm going to yeah, get a lot of yeah. work. I'm really good. Who's this 28 guy that got back here? It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be the second string. I'm going to get 150 carries. And I then thought, it's like, no, Warwick Dunn is he here. He could still had some sort of career, yeah. though. I thought he could have been I think something. he saw once yeah. once well, he, he saw Warwick Dunn, he's like, I'm not going to beat this guy out. Yeah, but a guy that stayed like four or five years and there was a lot of Matthew Thomas. There was, a lot, I mean, that's yeah, a yeah, really good because he even played in the league. The yeah. I mean, he just had he. I mean, I don't think he played a ton in the league, but he had all that physical attributes. Jimbo he played a lot him. on that 2013 oh, team before he got that, hurt. I mean, yeah. it was the savior complex all I mean, over again. But but he was also like the rush end in 2013. Mm-hmm. He'd bring him in on third and long to rush the passer. He as a freshman, that's how uh, talented he was. We'll come back into a few more questions and wrap it up. Some of the headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Nick writes, I think the ACC Network finally did something good. Last night, I watched the best piece of original programming that the network has done. It was on Georgia Tech's 1990 title season. Mm. Do you guys think? Has anything to do with Jim Phillips? I would think in his goal to make the ACC more relevant, he would press ESPN to stop treating the ACC network like it's the redheaded stepchild of the SEC network. No, I'm sure that that was been in the works for longer than he's been the commissioner. Um, but I think there'll be more of that. From what I heard, I heard there's been some changes at the ACC network level. Oh um, man, what? The, the, to, Less to, lacrosse? To, uh, Don't you do that? To take it in yeah, a new it's... direction. So now, if the if the pro, if the programs in the conference. If Clemson can get their act back together and the programs do well. <laughs> That's right. Clemson keeps, quits bringing this, bringing this down. conference down. Get it together, Clemson. <laughs> hey, guys, love the show. I tune in every week. My question to you is, do you think we cover this week? Oh, my man. Can't remember the last time we opened as a 37-point favorite. Thanks, guys. Go Knowles. 37, huh? UMass is so bad. I mean, if you look at them up, in, in, uh, I, don't, I don't need the, I don't need the Fremrau to tell me. No. Just yeah. the traditional statistics. Like right. If you look at off total offense, scoring offense, defense, rushing offense, defense, I mean, they're just awful. It would be a they're really bad. They're one of the worst bad, five in the country. Don't you think it would be a, not a great sign if they just kind of slopped their way through like a 40-20 to 20 win? Like you, It would be really nice if they went out and I pummeled this team, especially in the first half. Like, go – Go, well, go maturity, dominate someone. That's maturity, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, like, go take care of You business. finally feel good about yourself. Your fans actually feel pretty good about you. The rest of the state is crumbling. I know you're playing the worst team in the country. Go win 70 to well, 6. Well, they're not the worst team in the country because they did beat they, UConn. UConn. Yeah. I mean, the thing, Jacksonville State was unique from a couple <laughs> standpoints. One is they had a quarterback who started his career at Clemson. Right. So, I mean, he's a little bit more capable of making those third down throws. Jacksonville Plus, State would be favored. Yeah, significantly and Florida, State's, and Florida State's defense was kind of a mess at that point. Yeah, uh, that's why I'm saying. So yeah. you, it would be a very nice sign. We we don't expect it to be a close game, but it's yeah. not just get out of there with a win. In my opinion, don't win twenty eight to eleven. Like go agreed, go if crush you, them. If you win it big, it doesn't say right. That you're right, sixty three to nothing. Don't get crazy. But, but if it's a sloppy game, that's a bad sign. Yes. Uh, is this year's Georgia defensive line 
better than our 2018 offensive line was bad? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say no. I don't know if he can you be worse. Ooh, that Wake offensive line a few years ago, four years yeah, the, ago. Yeah, was, the, it was yeah. the 2014 that one, actually. Was a, that, was a, that, was the, that was about as bad as it gets. It, yeah, I saw it in person. Actually, we got there early enough at Georgia to watch, to see the defensive linemen come out just in the regular cutoffs before they put on their pads, and they're they're different looking dudes, man. Jordan Davis is I've never there's that's a huge human being, and he's not the best guy on their defensive no. line. I think the Carter kid is, but they're good everywhere. Sean writes like Ira, I enjoy a good losing coach press conference. Oh, they're awesome! And boy, how much do you think Dan Mullen hates Edgar? That man was relentless <laughs> after the game. Anytime oh, after a loss where you felt like you should have kept asking a question until you got an honest answer. Was he I think he was the one that kept asking about Anthony Richardson. Mm-hmm. Like, why aren't well, I don't we, understand. Tell yeah. explain yeah. to us here. Good God, Dan. Seems like what, he's what making are you plays. looking at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. I uh I mean, the thing is is that you can keep belaboring a point after a pre- after a game, and but you, you also but you also you know you get them two days later. Um, and you can that's a better time, in my opinion, to belabor it than the 12 minutes right after a game you get them when you get 30 minutes on Monday. But maybe like the Jimbo decision to start Clint Trickett against Wake, maybe I should have been like, well, wait, take me back again. Like you said, you were only going to use them in case of emergency. So what changed? What changed? Is it just the you know trailing? the fact you were <laughs> is being behind an emergency? Because if you're going to put them in down by seven, why not put them in when you're tied zero zero? That that would would have been one I could have I could have uh, examined more, but other than that, I, I feel like we we hash out the stuff we need to hash out. And a lot of times week. we ask them stuff on Monday, like you like time management stuff or, or yeah. decisions about you know in any but defensive it was, alignment maybe on yeah. the last play of a game. But it, you know he was never going to cop to anything. Well, well by well, the way, just no. gibberish. I well, mean, a right. couple it times they were just circle. gibberish. Yeah, and I, I asked him, and I did belabor the fourth and one play that he told he me. Said it was, it was fourth he, and three. He said it was fourth and three, and I went, well, well, no, we saw it was fourth and one. He was like, no, Jeff, that was fourth and three. <laughs> and then the two of us sat there silently, <laughs> which was awkward, and then what are you going to do, fight? Yeah, yeah I mean, so it's kind of like, <laughs> All right. my man. Arm wrestle time. Uh, let's look at this. I'm telling you, that's a yard. That's not three. It sits right over there. Yeah. <laughs> the whole stadium knew it but was But also, fourth and one, fourth and two, fourth and three, what does it matter? Ricky Aguayo's your kicker, man. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah, you play in North Carolina. It's a terrible defense. Go try to win the game. A uh, lot, lot of questions about Jimbo's press conference. We got I a, bet. a ton of those. People enjoy those. Assuming a definitive win against UMass, what would you anticipate the spread being against Clemson? 12. Well, it depends on what Clemson does, too, right? Like, if yeah. Clemson goes out and looks terrible if against Clemson Pitt, go, yeah. it, it could be it could eight. Be single digits. Yeah. If Clemson goes out and hammers Pitt, then I think it's we might be up to significant, 16 or 17 yeah, again. Man, how great is it? Because, you know, after what happened last year, Dabo wanted to beat Mike Norvell in Florida hey, State. Hey, man, it, 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 the game 70. hadn't played. And it could happen. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm just let's saying not, the way things look. I mean, the way things look. Look sure. right now. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not what he was hoping when he right. finally got his chance to play Florida State. Jared writes, I think we beat UMass Miami in one of – BC or NC State. What percentage do we have to? Uh, what percentage do we have to upset Clemson or Florida in order to get to six wins? I think. I mean, to, I think to win Clemson's one of thirty-three percent. I was going to say to win one of those games. I think it's thirty-five to forty. My CPI index is thirty-three at Clemson and probably twenty at Florida, maybe fifteen at Florida. Here's a concern for you. What if Dab? What if Clemson's been struggling because Dab has been spending all this time preparing for Florida, for Florida State? State. 
to, yeah. to hang 100. Yeah, he's about to release the Mustangs. Part of the problem is the matchup against Clemson. Uh, we understand that Florida State may be able to slow this offense down in a way that we didn't expect. But, slow, slow it down. But I, I'm not real sure how Florida State's going to score a lot of points against Clemson. Blocking them is going to be a bit of a problem. You're going to have to block a kick, maybe. So so your problem then becomes like what you want to do with Jordan Travis, you simply can't do, and then if they're going to force him to throw it, well, you got to, yes. hey, just have your receivers go make plays. Have your <laughs> yeah. receivers go make some plays. <laughs> Clemson could definitely win that game with defense. Yeah. Well, and they could, they could have a pick six. They could have a strip sack and I mean, a fumble. I'm they they could, could, get, they yeah. Could, yeah. I, I'm going to put that as a pretty low percentage. 20% chance, maybe, that they beat Clemson. Uh, and, and I'd put the same against Florida because I don't think we block Florida either. But, but I now, think listen, Florida's, again, wait, the mentality matters and whether yeah. or not. Yeah, listen. And I, and I think Florida State right now is a better team than Georgia Tech was. Four month, four weeks ago, well, and Georgia Tech lost that game fourteen to eight. Like yeah, it's, just, it's if you play well and don't turn it over, you'll have a chance. You have a chance in the second half. Yeah. yeah. How, how wonderful is it that we're even having these? Yeah, man. It's the I wasn't going to watch yeah. the game. I know. Four I weeks know. ago, I wasn't. Even, I wasn't going to go. I we, wasn't even going to watch. We were going to Biloxi. <laughs> That's right. I mean, that was it. We weren't even going to be at the game or watch it at all. Right. Stephanie texted me by the way, and she said that uh, she was she was drunk at most of those yell practices. <laughs> And I would she have did been think it crying was, at those. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I would have been too. weeping. And like, she did say it was. It was. She didn't like being judged, but it was very creepy. What and if, that video was very, very creepy. What if, like, she just started calling the kids, like, "Hey, can I get your parents' number?" Like, she's trying to stage interventions. Yeah, what are you we need doing, to get, everybody? You need to get Robbie out of here. They're look. You, you wouldn't this believe is not what he's. Good. This, this is not. Look at this video. Look yeah, at this look video. At this he's slapping he's got weird his shoulders. Yeah. He's slapping his knees. We can yeah. deprogram him. Yeah, he's yeah, saying "hoo" and, and, yeah. and all that nonsense. <laughs> and emphasizing nonsense. Hat. Everybody's very frightened. Yeah. 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 We're gonna have to get yeah, him. Yeah, he's children of the corn. <laughs> it's just it's not a good situation. Uh, last week, you guys said you don't know how people go from one to three kids with twins. Well, what if I told you a story about going from one to three and then deciding we wanted one more, oh, thinking no. how hard could one baby be after having twins, only to end up going from three to five? Let's go. And then Scott writes, we'll see you soon, Dr. Birch. Uh, <laughs> there you, there you go. go. How there about having go. twins back to back? At least you're, I guess, you're more toughie. prepared for the for the second set, but... I mean, that just, I mean, congratulations. It's a blessing. Blessings. It sounds like a flipping nightmare. It sounds like an absolute horrific nightmare. Every day <laughs> no, is a besiege it does not. of your it does senses. Not. I understand. Five kids, Ira. It's a blessing. Five kids. It's a blessing. And four of them are the same age. I, I, I having mean, to care for so many people about beyond I yourself mean, has got to be so difficult. I can't even imagine. They all get up at different times, they all go to bed at different uh, times. The horror. Yeah, I, oh, awful. my gosh. These bastards. What are they I even mean, look, doing? They're it, all going to want to eat. Yeah. It fills your heart them. up. It they want you to love up. them. I mean, you can do that. You can love them, but it fills your heart up. I get it. You have to tell them. There's got to be, them? I'd say, 60% of the nights you go to bed weeping. You just go to bed weeping. Or like, you're oh, overjoyed by your good fortune that you have that's, five healthy kids. That's another option. That's another way, that's another way of looking at it. Good Brady, job. I love you. I love you, Brady. You weren't hard at all to race. And, but we're never having another one, Brady. He's telling you that, too. Yeah, we learned our lesson. <laughs> all right. Good job, Matthew. And for Corey and Ira, I'm Jeff. Thanks to all of you. Until next time, go to Olds. We'll talk to you soon. Be well.